Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode which is going to be called Yes Glasgow Selbridge Not too bad <laughs> That's fine Not And that's bad. that's from Geraldine Lee um, You've done a, a, a spot list or whatever it's called Spotify um, a, spo- a Spotify list A Spotify list Of, of, of music yes. What type of music did you put on it? I'm not telling you Lorita, well done for doing yours. Did you I got yours? mine. Did you I did. I did mine as oh, well we today. Sh- we didn't share our ones with each other. Why I not? St- I stayed in bed late the other morning. I had tea and brown bread. I'm on the brown bread yeah. in the bed. You're such a, you're such a I asked my wife to. George, 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 you're a fucking priest. <laughs> and he's got a sermons book with him. Is that real priestly? Oh, you a bit yeah. No, no. I just like we, we put together the parish newsletter. <laughs> Do you remember the parish newsletter? I used oh, to be remember it. It goes out every week. Trip to Midgorgy. <laughs> no, no, you would always read it. Well, Readers f- for next I was week. Fascinated reading Church that. Church cleaners. You'd find out the date on the top, but there'd be there be who, who did stuff, and then always you'd flick really far, far over to the end, going golf society and aid of this, yeah. da 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 yeah. da. The parish news is yeah. that still there? Yeah. Well, the people, every, every parish has a newsletter, but the, the does it come out? Does it come out every ev- Sunday ev- when you go every, to mass? Yeah, it's it's printed on Saturdays to get ready for Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. What I heard is that the funds in churches are going down. So the amount of people donating, the, the amount of people going to Mass is dwindling. You can so tap you, now. Instead of a basket, <laughs> uh, they, they pass around one he, of those. He's got an app on his phone. He's got an app on his phone. Dude, they pass around one of them gadgets no, they you don't. the coffee shops and you tap. You do, yeah. You tap. You, tap. A mobile phone yeah. goes around and you tap your card. Yeah, yeah. The priest. Just go tap, tap. And the priest doesn't hand you Holy Communion anymore. You have to get it yourself. <laughs> he emails it to you. <laughs> I realise, I didn't realise that. You print it out. You know 3D. you get sent a bunch of envelopes, the box of envelopes from your parish yes. every year. Yeah. What? Yes. Oh my God, Tommy. Do you Tommy, have Tommy, as a of member envelopes? of the congregation of Barna. like this. You're like a box of envelopes yes, like this box of envelopes Yes, you get sent these here. every year. No, not in Barna. With your number on it, your parish number. No, Tommy. No, no, no I haven't had any of them. No. Tommy, you get... An well, that's because you don't go to You have your number of your family, your, your family in the community. Three, my very family has a number. Larita, yeah, you, 365 You get envelopes. your envelopes. Or how many would be in it? How many weeks? 52, 52 weeks. 52 weeks of the year. Yeah. And it'd be an envelope for every week. And... You send that back in. Different coloured ones. What? So on Easter Sunday, it be For like your a white donations one. that you make to the parish. And then at the end of the year, they tot it up and you can get a tax free break on that. And they, yes. Well, they get the tax back. You don't. But they, they, the oh, church they, does. The church gets. But they, they keep a. a, a How rate. much would you donate now to your parish each year? But Depending se- on. About 17,500 last year. Yeah. Big, big. Whatever you can. Whatever munch. No. And then I, then it was our priest had his 50th anniversary or his jubilee or whatever it's called. So gave him a little touch for that. And, you know. And, and, a, yeah. and a good member of the Knockmore Parish you are too. I don't use the envelopes now. No, did you? I do have to say now I'm, I wouldn't be a regular mass goer so the envelopes would fall to the line. an irregular mass goer. Irre- irregular, Tommy, exactly. I'm amazed a man of your belief and your Christianity you have these and a member of the parish here. A member of the parish. Look at the squinty three yeah. eyes on him now. He's giving me the squint. <laughs> Tommy, you're... Look at the, squ- the, the, the squinty religious you, eyes on him. You're, you're, I'll have a brown bread and tea in the bed. <laughs> I'm just putting the newsletter together. <laughs> Thanks, Tom, Trina. Thanks, Trina. Thanks, Trina. <laughs> 
Sugar. I won't have the sugar now. Not I'm the sugar. Up the sugar. I'm staying away from the white bread, from when the I, rice and the pasta. Tommy, when Tommy... When, I'm killed getting cups of tea at every house. When Tommy sees me squint in my eyes, he knows I'm like my mother. That's it, the squint. Yeah. Tell me about your fucking Spotify playlist. I want to talk yeah, to your music. Yeah, but what do you mean? Why tell us about your one? Well, you didn't I, even do one yet. But I'm in the process of doing mine. You're copping out and you're saying you're going to do... No, you're not going to do you're music. You're going to do a comedy one. I yeah. just want to ask you about your music, that's all. Okay. Will I read out the playlist? Yeah, let's read out the playlist. Here we go. I don't know. If See, we're I'd, not, be, I'd be, be afraid that the music that I would be interested in, people would okay. find boring and depressing. Here's my whole. But that's fine. Sure. No, that's no, no, their, no. That's their loss. Okay, you ready? I'd be doing like Leonard Cohen. Suzanne. Oh takes yeah. You down. I'd be doing Bob Dylan. Okay. Ain't it just like the Wait till I pull in a lay by in here at three in the morning. I'd be doing Go Tom Waits. I don't want to grow up. I'd be doing Nick Cave. Into my arms. Oh, They're no. all the same. You should just pick one of them and then move on to the next arms. section. And then I'd be doing the Mbuti Pygmies of the Congo who play polyphonic music. Yes. Do you know what polyphonic music is? No, but it sounds rugged. Oh, awful crack. Give us it. So what did they, they don't, there's no song as such. What do they replicate the sound? And of, it won't be the middle of, no, is it? It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Richie Kavanagh. <laughs> Richie Kavanagh does beatbox. <laughs> So it's the world's it's polyphonic music. So Western music is is Monophonic. monophonic in that there's one kind of thread going through it. Whereas and there's a beginning and a middle and the end. Polyphonic music is these boys listen to the jungle and the tweets and the twerps and the wind. As in the drum and bass from London in the nineties. No, and then they just they copy it. Okay. I'll try and get it but the if people are interested M B U T I pygmies of the Congo. Well, sure, you can put it on your playlist. I will do that. But one of my, one I, of my I feel, I'm not finished, actor. I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling. Oh, now he's on a roll. But I have a feeling that, that that's my music. That's people find that depressing. Okay, that's so okay, Tom. It just represents you as a person. Yeah. So if it's depressing, then. Just, my first track just put your you. wagon you come down here my first track is a I'll learn semi final heading you and <laughs> that's just who you are Tommy you can't deny it through your music my first track is from a Mongolian throat singer called Fuck Satif Marawata and it goes a bit like this I'm only for eight uh, minutes see you got Tommy no, you didn't what's gone you're, you're probably happy Mondays and all yeah that but I thought we were we should have maybe consulted before we did the playlist and we could have mixed so to all the uh, listeners out there this, this Spotify playlist will be available soon and I'm kicking off with Verve Lucky Man beautiful song gets me going every I'm time just Mass- gets you going where when I'm in the car Cause I'm a lucky man. Do you sing it? And it's fire in my eyes. Are you still waving to everybody you meet yeah. at fucking intersections? I've started doing it, and my lads are getting so <laughs> embarrassed. The They're getting so embarrassed. Your, ca- get, your bladder is. The lads are getting oh. so embarrassed. <laughs> when I'm, I'm, I'm starting to wave at everybody, and Reen is getting that. Dad, you don't have to do that. No, I said it's a bit fucking Ned Flanders. Ah, come on. <laughs> So it's what nice. did he say? Tootly pippity pop or whatever the fucking. <laughs> so it's the verve, massive attack, London grammar, first aid kit, Snoop Dogg, my medicine, Wilson Pickett his version of Hey Jude, the doors like my fire, Paul Weller, changing man, Jerry Cinnamon, diamonds in the mud, new order through faith, you threw unto the end of the world. Chant- you 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 They're from a tie, a Clondalkin cover band, uh, <laughs> Munich Arcade Fire. Kasabian, Ian Brown, Stone Roses, Arctic Monkeys, Incubus, Black Crows, Pearl Jam, Queens of the Stone Age, Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, Soundgarden, The Doves, Pounding, Depeche Mode, Enjoy the Silence, Underworld, Chemical Brothers. Larissa, what's yours? That's fucking too long. And only one Irish band in it, you foo. (laughs) (laughs) Only one Irish band. That is available soon, all you lovers. Or are you, Larita? I've only got one Irish okay, band. Okay, let's sit back now. Here we go. Here's Larita Blewett from Knockmore and her official THL Spotify playlist. Hang on, I bet you James Kilban, Lift Me, O Lord, <laughs> in the arms of the dying Christ. Westlife, to- West- Tommy Fleming, you raise me up. <laughs> right, go on. Uh, Westlife, Westlife. No, you're so fucking judgmental. Boys own. Boys own, oh yeah. The, you'll have one from the cars because oh, you love the cars. I don't no. know what I've gotten friends in lonely places. Oh my God, I don't actually have an amount. Dolly Parton, Jolene. No, I've got Gary Barlow, Open Road. Fuck off. Gary Barlow, the Incarnation Street. Best best pop song ever. Billy Joel. Oh, fucking. She's always one. He pronounces it Joel. You know that? Oh, Billy Joel. He Joel. pronounces it Joel. This is Billy night. Joel. Welcome to the radio show yeah, but he's here. American, this I'm is Irish. this is Knockmore Community Radio here, 1972, and this is Larita's hour. 
Kicking off with uh, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Billy I, Joel. I don't care how he says it. This is how I'm saying it. Here's the parish noses will knock more. See, you're so mean, Jerry Fish. Oh, there's an Irish. There's song. an Irish. Yeah, yeah. Go on. What's Jerry Fish song? True friends. Like us. Oh, it yeah. represents us. Thanks, Loretta. Wow, emotional. Uh, Coldplay, Till Kingdom Come. Oh, I'm getting crying here. I'm crying. Mark Knopfler. Walk of Life. All the Road Running. Have you heard <sighs> it? Never heard that. Give us a bar of it. Classic hits. All the road running's been in vain. That kind of stuff. Um, anyway. It's not a diet thing, is it? About... <laughs> I've done all the exercise, <laughs> but I'm not losing any weight. See, so there on. could be hidden messages in this. Th- Tom Rosenthal. It's been a year. Tom Rosenthal, is he a chef, is he? Oh, what a year. No, you might like that. Johnny Cash. John, Johnny Logan throwback. Go on. Johnny Cash. Which one? His version of Danny Boy. Like it? Oh, you're a buffer. You are Tom a buffer. Waits. I hope that I don't fall in love with you. I hope you that I don't fall in love with you. you. Yeah. Fall in love is such an easy thing to do. Okay, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And then Bagatelle, Somewhere in Dublin. Oh, for, 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 for sake. <laughs> Classic hits. <laughs> I remember that summer in Dublin and the Liffey has a stag like hell and the young people walking down Grafton Street and everyone looking so well. I should have just used your version of it soon as you're so fucking good at it. Um, Lizzo boys. What the fuck is Lizzo? I like boys. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? In a bit of boys. That's a, a, bit fucking, of boys. That's a gay anthem. Yeah. I like yeah. boys. I yeah. like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> you other brothers can't deny. Yeah. And then I've got Vampire Weekend, Oxford comma. Oh, you're so cool. Who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma? You know that one? No. Yes. No. Yeah. Really? And then Gwen Stefani and Eve, let me blow your mind. I'm a big buff. This is the basic You are message so from country. That. It's unreal. That's like a playlist Mayo would have on the bus going to Croke Park. <laughs> oh God. It is. No and wonder. Where, and where's your fucking playlist bringing someone to? Where are they going to? We're going to have crack. You're going to the fucking apple green and fucking <laughs> Ballinus Law or something. Oh, you're so eclectically so, country. Yes, I am. Eclectically country. That sounds, that could be a t- tongue twister. What about yours, Tommy? Well, I, I gave him mine. It's he's all, going to do it. No, Tommy's going to what? Tommy's, Tommy's going to pick it. one song that's 15 No, he's going long. to do a comedy podcast, a comedy sp- playlist, which I think will be good if he picks really a good mix. It's hard. It's, it's hard. I, I, would, I can recommend people. That's what I'll do. From now on, no, every week I'll recommend a comic for people to go into. This week's comic I recommend is Eddie Pepitone. Eddie, P-E-P-I-T-O-N-E. He's got a few albums on Spotify and I've got a few on Apple, wherever that Apple yoke is. But Eddie Pepitone, I think he's a, I think he's some specials on Netflix too. Check him out. He's fantastic. I have an issue in my shed. I, a few weeks ago, I, as we all remember, I got Donny, this fine strapping young fella, to come and empty my shed with me and put it all into a skip. But now I think I've got mice and I've got a serum. Oh, no harm. No, I'm afraid of the fucking things. So oh, there's a load mice of space. Mice And I've got like loads of little black little marks on the, around, like dirt. Mar- I fa- like as I if found they're a mouse. I found a mouse this morning. So we have a little, up, <gasps> up on top of the washing machine, there's kind of a wooden, a flat wooden tray where we put the cat food. Yeah. <gasps> so when the cat wants food, he comes over and he starts whining and rubbing again me. That, same with Yvonne. Yeah. And uh, then <clears throat> what? Uh, then I put a few things on the plate and this morning <gasps> I went to do it and there was a little dead... <gasps> what, Louisa? Was <laughs> what? There was a little dead mouse <gasps> up on top of the washing machine. Up on top of his plate and... I, he I, brought it back It made me it. laugh because it was like he killed it outside and then he brought him back to his plate and said, I'll have that later. <laughs> I'll have that for my dinner. <laughs> he brought him inside. <gasps> him inside. <Somehow gasps> sometimes they... I can't cope with that. Sometimes and I, they do that, yeah. Sometimes no. Or little birdies or something. I wouldn't worry about a little mouse. It's I the big rodent a, rats the into, size of pigs you want to be watching for, yeah. I went into Thanks the, the van the other day oh. and I asked for t- a mouse trap. And he says, oh, would you like the humane ones that you can catch and let them out? The I humane said, ones bores them to death. Yeah, you just keep them in the box. I said, do I fuck want one? I said, I want one that's going to kill them violently. ASAP and he was like uh, oh here that was his name was he an Indian fella yeah <laughs> so I got I bought five mouse traps and he showed me how to set them I are set these the old fashioned ones you pull back and yeah and put the little bit of cheese I put class. a little bit of cheese in and they wouldn't yeah, well, class. 80 they're cents. Class. They're they, only eighty cents. And where did you I bought five? I, I, of them. Is that dangerous though? No, I'd be dangerous to set up no, for you your finger. No, it's fine. I was I was careful with. Where it. did you strategically place where, them? Where 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 all their poo is? I left. Excellent. It. Did, where I, where I, was their poo? 
I was just on, just in the shed, like where. Okay. So, so I've left two two there where the poo was, and I just I'm afraid to see them. Oh, you'll. And if I get if they get caught, I'll have to call someone in to remove them. But I curiosity got the better of me this morning, and while I was waiting for Tommy to text, I went out to see where they're there. But there wasn't any on the thing. Okay. The basic thing about rodents is that they will run runs. Oh, here he is, fucking. <laughs> it's Rodent <laughs> Robert here. Hi, it's Rodent Robert from THL Vermin. And they will run on runs. How do you, you, should, you just know something? No, but, I, what what I try and, what I try and do is acquire knowledge that will give me skills for life. They'll run on runs. Rodents. Have you done any scudding since? No, 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 no. I haven't done any scudding, but I've just been, I know how to mix cement really well now. Yeah. Now. The, the what rodent, do you need to do? Rodents will, listen. Rodents will run runs. They won't run across a, f- a floor. Like they won't. If like if a rat was at a disco, he won't go straight across the dance floor. He'll go in along the side, in along channels. Yeah. They'll stay by Talk the walls. Talk to your missus while you're in the jacks. They'll, so what you need, <laughs> what you need to do is position them in corners and in along, in behind the wall. They'll make, they'll stay by the walls in safety because they're afraid of humans. So you need to put them in strategic places in the garage, in at the walls, in so behind. So not where stuff. they made their poo. And if you really want to get technical about catching vermin, you should get a, a length of waving pipe about two or three foot long. And, a, and then you need to get a little bit of water Poison. at the end of it. A little bit of water. Right. And then and you what, what, keep the water in? A little sort of cut, cut a half a bottle. Get, get your two litre bottle. So there's two things you need now. Waving pipe and? A, a, a two litre bottle of water. Cut it at the bottom so you make a little tray for How that. would you cut the two litre plastic bottle? With, with a knife. With a, so, with, so you saw into it? Yes, you saw it. You the, the rugged one you need for bread? Yes. And yes, Tommy, because that'll the rugged cut it better. Knife. That'll cut the it better. The old rugged yeah. knife. No, a smooth knife would be better. No, 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 no. Smooth is too dangerous. Get the rugged one that goes, and then boom. You have a little place. Would you get Clive to do that for you? No, you I do this. I do this. Okay. Once a year, I go to Flynn's Alaka and I buy a bucket of rat killer. A bucket of these big strawberry. My father did say I'd be better with the with the actual poison, yeah, but yeah. there's some really good baits out there now. There's some really good stuff on the market. So what would I do? Get the waven pipe. Get the waven pipe, and then halfway through the waven pipe, because if you have a waven pipe and you have a dog or a cat in the house, you don't want them eating it, so they they no. can't get into that. So halfway through the waven pipe, you throw in one or two of these little red coloured strawberry biscuits to all intensive purposes. They look like, and the boys will go on a run. They'll come along. There's no fear the kids mistaking them for sweets. <coughs> no, they, they, this isn't in the, the house. This is outside, okay. in behind garages, in behind the coal thing, in behind the log shed, in behind your sheds. That's where they'll run. Right. And that's where you position them. How do rats and mice react to the weather? Are they summer beings? Yes, but they like coming into dry, smart, <gasps> warm areas. Garages, sheds. Even in the garden summer. sheds. In underneath the ride-on lawnmower. In behind the bike and in behind I'm the bags. To, I think That's I need the fester. pest control man. That's where they fester. Fester. I think I need the I need to call professional help on this. I don't I think I'm out of my depth. Well, I would you say eight mice and you're out of your depth. I think but, I'm out of my depth. There's too well, much. What we there. did in our house is we got this special machine that emits a very, very high. I have that, so yes, you can get that. I, I, know have them. I know that's on the market as well. And I the, have them in my house, two of them in my yeah. house. Really high pitched emethone. What? An emethone is a sound. An emethone. <laughs> An emethone is a sound that only a rat can hear. It's like this. They're U2's favourite. Yeah, yeah. They're from Derry, the emethones. And, um, but I, I know that that works, definitely works for rats. I'm not sure that it works for mice. Mm. God, I'm tormented. I'm definitely going to need the man to come. Yeah. I'll have to ring PJ. Yeah, keep an eye on it now. And does, does, does the lover have any wisdom on, on mice? No. Not into Have you a cat not in the house? No, but you have an undomesticated lover. Yeah. Oh, you wild Worse joking. than a cat. He comes down from the hills unshaven <laughs> and stinking <laughs> yeah. of trees. He lives, he lives out under the hydrangea bushes. Oh, yeah. he lives he's under at, the hydrangea. He's, he's at one oh. with the mice. He if doesn't people care. would like to s- send us in sketches of what they think Lorita's undomesticated <laughs> lover might look like, we'll post them up. Please do. Wow. Um, so they, uh, yeah, so he doesn't care. You'll be fine so. with them traps. Keep, keep baiting. Keep baiting and update us on that. And if you have a problem, we'll bring in the heavy duty heavy hitters. Yeah, I think so. Storm bait is the name of the stuff. Could we Storm get, bait, that's for the rats though. Could we start doing merchandise and get... Rat poison. No, get ladies knickers and the front of it have a mousetrap. <laughs> ah, what would we put on the front of the men's for one? For bait. On the bait. front of the men's box, we'll have a picture of a snack box. So we'd have the... Would we, <laughs> would we have the, the mousetrap set? We'd yes. have a large... Do you know that lovely snack box you get off with? Go down your old favourite chipper. 
Right. And it's laden down with I a big love the way Hector does the action. With three pieces of Three it. pieces. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, snack, the snack box THL. Two, uh, knickers, leg, knickers two, and legs and a, two legs and a breast you could put into them. Yeah, that'd be perfect. That's so, so. That'd be funny with knickers with a mousetrap on it. Would there be a thong or would there be kind of a bit more well, uh, material? Well, you, 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 they'd have variations on the back. You could go the full whole cover or you could go the candy floss. <laughs> this, this you could get third party the candy floss. comprehensive Third party cover. insurance. But at the front of it then, like the, the box bit of it would be the main the trap the trap yes sounds yes. great now if, you, if you'd like to make some underwear samples and send them in to Tommy he'll be able to process them so anyway, so, so good luck with the mice anyway yeah that's so tough that's, you'll so be fine by the way I've lost two pounds in my weekly challenge yes well, well done, done I weighed myself this morning now I know there's people that listen to the podcast that have given me a lot of advice and they say weighing yourself is not the way to go why not I don't know let's not get into that but I'm just but saying thanks for bringing us up then yeah, well then I'm just telling you, I did weigh myself and I'm two pounds down. Good woman. And would so you that's know- after one week. Rarita. Wow. No, I wouldn't know that yet. Rarita, well done. How heavy. We support you. We are with you right. on the journey. Yeah, but then hello, Hector's after fucking probably losing six pounds and he's no, definitely no, no, not no, no. It's easier for men to lose weight than it is for women to lose weight. Yeah, is no. it? It is, yeah. How many pounds did you lose, Hector? Stop being modest. Go on, tell I us. don't weigh myself. I haven't a clue. I'm the same weight as I was when I was 18. I'm the same waist as I was when I was a young lad. 32, 32. We in Navin, me and Tommy have been 32, 32. 32. It's all our lives. Our class is in, our school was streamlined, but not academically. It was to do with your waistline. Young, young or, <laughs> so you stayed in the same class. 32, 32. There was the, <laughs> so there were two there were two major moments in our lives on 32 32 yeah. they started making Nike runners in Navin believe it or not there was a Nike factory Knock-offs. no, no. Nike, Nike came actual, to Ireland actual Chinese people <laughs> Nike came no, to Ireland Navin people Navin people, Navin people. Navin people. it was a sweatshop yeah, it was, exactly. was a fellas who didn't but fellas didn't do that great were, in the entrance exam in <laughs> so the big news in Navin class. in 1984 was Nike came to Navin right. Nike opened a, a factory in Navin and started making a, 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 a one major shoe for Nike with a yellow swoosh it was a classic blue runner yeah. with, and we all started wearing you it you only made one runner there so we were all Noel s- Kavanagh's brother worked there if I remember that right yes we were all size what Tommy I'm 42 which is size 8 what size are you I'd be between a 9 and a 10 depending yeah, on so the shoe so we were all small feet around that time so and the other thing for 32 to for us jeans wearers was yes. when they started Wrangler Wrangler and when they started making Remember Lois Lois and when what? they when they started making Lois Lois L-O-I-S Lois 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 yes they started and making Lee and Wrangler Wrangler and Levi's the, the Wrangler and jeans. Dingoes oh yes the, the, the Wrangler jeans were the classic, but they started making Lee jeans in RD, which was a huge moment for the town. Nike runners in Navin and Lee jeans in RD. And status quo played the exhibition centre. Yes. They were rocking all over the world with, with your, a pair with of Wranglers. your green swishes or your blues, your yellow, yellow swish. Yellow swoosh on the Nikes. Classic Nikes. Wait, I'm too hot and I'm sweating. I'm getting hot too. Yeah, pull off that jacket. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Oh, I see the two pounds now, Larissa. Fuck off, Tommy. Oh, I see it now. Oh, Jesus, I should have taken the t-shirt off earlier. I should have taken the t-shirt off earlier. Just, Larissa, the more you take off, the more weight you're losing. It's like starting with next week. The jackets are off now with the podcast. I'll come in next week and you won't even see me. Go on, tell me. Go on, Hector. Have you ever missed a flight? Have you ever been in a panic getting to the airport? Like seriously, London or somewhere and it's going fuck, fuck, fuck or driving up the M50 missing a flight? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did go have to... You the... book, have you booked flights for your next trip? No, but we're thinking of going on another trip. Uh, so the first trip... So can we talk about it a little bit? Yes. So, so we're initially think, we're think... it was the Balkans. Yes. Hector does the Balkans. That's the one that we probably will start with. Okay. And we have another one called the Stans. Where we're going to do the eight stands: Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan, Dagestan, and the problem is the Taliban are rising again in Afghanistan. They're taking control of a lot of areas outside Kabul, Kabul yeah. and I ain't going to Afghanistan for love or money. And wh- Would and you go to Afghanistan in the morning? Um, I suppose if I had to, she'd be looked after. Like <clears throat> I, I knew these two brothers who walked around the world with a donkey, and how. So their idea, they were the Kunst brothers, C-U-N-S-T. And they would left, they left Minnesota and their dream was to, to circumnavigate the globe by foot. And they brought a donkey with them. And their thinking about bringing in the donkey was that 
if you're walking the, don- the donkey donkey yeah, I was yeah, going it's to not say, the yeah. dung the dung just, it's not a dung just key. So, oh just, yeah no, just here, no here we go yeah guess what and it's not a fucking lorry either I guess is it it's a lorry what it's a book it's a donkey lorry a lorry full of donkeys lorry you're so and a monkey. a monkey a <laughs> monkey <laughs> they brought the donkey the donkey yeah Derek Dungan donkey <laughs> monkey lorry lorry <laughs> anyway so these boys brought the donkey with them and their thinking was that if you're walking through a place people are more likely to say hey where are you going with that donkey and it was a way of engaging the local populace wherever they went do you, do you, see, yes. do you, do you see their thinking start the conversation start the conversation yeah. like, you, yeah. if you're, like if you were in Namibia or fucking Paris and you see a fellow you go hey the fuck are you going with that donkey? Yeah. Oh, we're walking around the world. Anyway, they were attacked by um, some sort of fucking bandits in Afghanistan. <gasps> and one of the brothers was killed. Oh, oh Jesus. Well, then Jesus. I'm not going. Shot dead. Ah, now, and they were on their, their, what they didn't realise that they'd go through so many donkeys. They went through about fucking five donkeys. I was wondering about that. On the yeah. trip. That the, the donkeys weren't fit for it. Like so. So the brother who survived went back home to Minnesota. And many years later, when the healing had started to begin, or maybe as a way of finishing off the healing, didn't he go with the younger brother back to the exact spot where the older brother had been shot and he finished the walk around the world with the second brother. Wow. K-U-N-S-T brothers. Is it a documentary? Can we watch it? No, it's just a story about them. It's true though. Is it in a book? I don't know where I heard it. It probably is in the book, yeah. Oh my God. Then don't go to Afghanistan. No, but uh, no, the Taliban are rising again since the withdrawal. So somebody decided <coughs> to take out the troops out of yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah. I see that. The cousin, the cousin took the troops out. And, and it's, the Taliban amazing, it's yes. amazing how... Isn't it great we have such access? To, your cousin took the fucking troops out of the Taliban out of, and now the fucking Taliban is rising. And the Taliban are rising again. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to have a word with it's, them It's amazing that. how it's very quiet from America after all the furore of months ago. That's not not a word. You have to admit in hindsight, you have to admit in in hindsight, Trump was crack. <laughs> <laughs> we miss him on the nine o'clock news, don't we? Every well, fucking second day he'd say something or do something. And we don't trouble. hear a word out of Whistling well, Joe. Why Whistling why Joe. We? We're not, he's not our president. Is he still in power? Because I don't know what he's doing over well, there. Why should we hear about him? Why should we need to know what he's There's doing? No we're America. We're, we're Ireland. Why has he disappeared we're off the face of the earth? Heard yeah, why, why is there a fucking mural to him in fucking Ballinad? A then? mural, it's called. It's a mural we of a were donkey. At, we were at it. Yeah, you were, and you didn't. Why are you so quiet? You don't give us any. Your your cousin is the president. Tell us news. What is he? What is he doing? He's doing what he's there to do. If we stop the hunt, he's not there to be tweeting and making people uncomfortable. Yeah, he's just there to do his job. Like you're there to do your job, and I'm here to do my job. What what, what is your job? I don't know. So we're taking about a flight. When we used to go travelling, we used to, like, there was a real excitedness and we'd buy as much stuff and arts and crafts. So the first massive trip we'd get, we'd buy, we'd buy, we'd buy, we'd buy stuff in all the stalls. Like we get to Bali and we'd be walking down the, the main area in Bali in Kuta and the Kuta Beach and we'd be going, oh, look at this lovely traditional sort of tight thing, wooden thing. I'm going to buy Come this. Come back home with carpets oh. and clogs. <laughs> So we started, Evan bought a, a, a traditional mandolin guitar in, in Brunei. And so we were three months on the go in Asia. 2001, we arrived there with 30 something flights in front of us. Wow. We, the minute we got to Bangkok, we started buying fake clothes and fake runners. Oh, and, it's great uh, and then pictures of our animals and pictures of elephants. And it started getting more and more. You pay a fortune to ship. And I bought a didgeridoo one time in Australia. Yes. For... Uh, like a big proper fucking wavin. Yes. By the height of the fucking lamp there. A big <laughs> lamp. And how'd you get that back? And he well, I had to ship ship them, but he wouldn't he said they're not for girls. Huh? He said the didgeridoo is for men for Aboriginal men. It's part of their It's a phallic symbol process of Something or other, I don't know what the fuck. But he so said, women aren't allowed to play it. Well, this this is coming from him now. This wasn't coming from me. I let anybody play your didgeridoo. Play my didgeridoo <laughs> if they if they have the the fucking the diaphragmic <laughs> control. Um, but isn't it a funny thing? Yeah. Yes. You know, and so the, it's a long, big, yeah, thing. massive piece. How of much did it cost to send back? Oh, I, I can't. A lot though. A lot. A couple of hundred dollars. Were you happy to have it when you got it back? Well, I bought I bought three of them. Um, I had three kids at the time and. Uh, but I, I felt weird about giving. I didn't give one to my daughter. I'm only saying that out loud now. I've had. Because he said that. But she was she was very young at the time. She would only have been about 
I, I, four or five. I've seen women playing a didgeridoo. And why wouldn't they? And more fucking power to them. I, I don't what, think. What happened to them? Did they turn into a man or something? No, but I'm just saying to this. Um, this is not coming from me now. This is coming from I the Aboriginal guy. So he said, "No, these are not for girls. These are these are not for girls, mate. These are for the boss." Because he's from Did South you ever Africa. play one? I tried to. Jesus, Tommy, Tommy that's swallow a, I love that though. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Tommy, that's good. You sound like a didgeridoo. Yeah, yeah. That's good. not bad, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, so Tommy, the human didgeridoo that's box. Me. Tommy, they, that's your secret. Yeah. So did you ship that back? I did, yeah. So after, you can imagine that we were going, we went from Thailand, down to Cambodia, down to Vietnam, into Bali, up to Brunei. Did you buy any people? <laughs> So after after mid five after mid ship a little Vietnamese we wife back zip her up there <laughs> no we put the fucking DPD arrive at the door with this fucking she's only four foot eleven thirty three years of age Vietnamese hello somebody hello open up the backpack she pops out I'll have to leave you here love I can't take you there's no one home I'll leave I'll have to leave you on the front step cannot. Can I you get a fucking text from a post? <laughs> Your parcel has arrived. <laughs> Out the back of the DPD van. <laughs> straight into the kitchen and straight onto satellite TV. No hot TV. Have a cup. Have a cup of tea. Are you after buying a fucking woman on the internet? Imagine your man, the DPD writer. You wouldn't sign for her there, would you? And you just give us, you just give a squiggle. I don't want her anymore. You take it. The DPD man. And next minute, a week later, then somebody from Nicaragua up there. Hola. Hola, yeah, my yabo Francisca. John is after buying another one. <laughs> From the oh, Philippines, Mabuai. Uh, <laughs> the, the DPD van, I said to the boys, you're busy. Oh, stop. Richard, did they um, deliver your package? So, so, the, so, so the trip went on and on. We were 13 weeks in Asia. And from, from, from there we went to Taiwan and into Hong Kong and then up into, into, to, into Tokyo. No, up into Korea. And from Korea we went over to Kyoto, Hiroshima, up into Tokyo. 13 weeks we were on the road. And what sort uh, of we stuff had, did you buy? We, we, was that the first series? That was the first series. Me, Evan and Roscoe. And we had never, we were like, this was 2000. And one, and we were like coiled springs to buy every souvenir but did, did not, we could. Did not show. Did you win like five iftas or something that year? Or something? Uh, no, something? no. It was later on, later on, we started winning. But in the first, I think only five thousand people watched the first ever shows we did. Tommy, nobody watched it because it was just this back in two thousand and one. But as but we it landed with a bang, it landed it? with a bang. Fake yeah, sure. handbags it, it, and everything. Did you buy? We fake bought handbags? fake handbags. We bought every type of arts and crafts. So. Uh, uh, all our, all, all our, we started having more and more bags and the bags were getting heavier and then we had seven or eight extra bags and I bought this thing in a market in, in Vietnam in Ho Chi Minh City we're walking through a market and I saw this lovely sand it's in my kitchen it's four individual boards together really heavy boards that's done with sand and painting and it depicts typical Vietnamese lifestyle so it's in my kitchen and I love it but I had to carry it for weeks hand luggage what is it it's it's four different boards that have a little gap between them and it dip, it's when you put them up together it has a complete panoramic type thing do you, do you get me oh yeah it's so like it's, a painting but it's it broken it's in up four, into three, four into sections four. and it's a typical Vietnamese style carving and depiction of a tropical uh, village in Vietnam and I saw it and I bought it and I, paid, I don't know what it cost but it was really heavy so I I had all this stuff we had guitars we had hammocks we had every the bit of cash. Ca- so by the time we got after 13 weeks of being shopping and in Asia and we thought this was great buying the women jewellery and buying this and buying these shoes buying fake Nikes buying these we finally got to Tokyo which was our final stop final show and we said we're on our final flight home, which is KLM from Tokyo to Amsterdam. Now that's a long one. Wow! <clears throat> so we were gearing up in the hotel the night before, and we looked at every single bag. We were well over. We were hundreds of kilos over. Over. We had so much stuff. So we decided to get up early to go to Narita Airport, which is in Tokyo, and get there about eight hours before the flight, just to get sorted. Six hours because we want to get check in done, whatever. 
all out towards the airport. And I'll never forget being... I had to pay a grand in excess baggage fees coming back from Australia with the fucking didgeridoos. That was it. That's it. Now, now yeah. you're talking. We got to Narita Airport. <clears throat> we had to take the metro out there. So we had a system with the bags and Roscoe had all his gear as well. I say we would about 18 bags and everything. I'd go to the top of an elevator and we would put the... Or the yeah, the elevators. We'd put the bags on and they'd all come up one by one on each of the steps. And I'd fire them off, fire them off, fire them off. And then we'd send up more. So we had so much stuff with us. We got to the airport. And it looked as if we were like a travelling fucking football team. It was ridiculous. So we get first into the queue for the KLM flight. This is our final flight after maybe 30 flights around Asia. Three and a half months. 12 hours of television. And we were on the way home. And then we get in the queue and we're first in the queue with all the bags. And as we go up, we're starting to sweet talk them at KLM check-in. How are you? How are you? We've been on the road, Irish TV crew, yes, yeah. We start putting the bags on. And you know that fright you get when you start going. When it gets weird. Yeah. We put the bags on. We put all the, we, we started, we started going, oh, and our flight case is 46 kilos, 32 kilos, and all this. And then we started putting on all our souvenirs wow. and everything. And the woman started, next minute, you know you're in trouble when she takes out the sheet and she starts writing down the baggage. We were 200 and something kilos overweight with everything. And she goes, we have a problem here. Supervisor came over and then they said, I'm afraid you, you can't do this. You're not allowed to bring half of this stuff on. You're way over. Tried to sweet talk them. So it, it, was, uh, it wasn't that you had to pay extra. It was that you weren't allowed to bring that much. We, yeah, but first of all, they said, you're way over here. Yeah. And then it says, we, you have a baggage allowance. I know you're a TV crew. And then she said, if you want us to take all this, it's about... Six, five, four hundred, seven and a half thousand euro. Oh, Jesus Christ. And we said, what? 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 She says, yeah. I says, we could buy a car in Ireland for that. She said, you that, buy a car in fucking this Tokyo is KL- and drive it this back is, to this Galway. Is, this is KLM. Now the queue is developing. We're starting to get sweating. We're, we want to get on the flight home. We're starting to sweat. People are behind us getting pissed off. So then we have to take all the bags and move them over to us. You know, you know the hassle oh! in the queue and everyone's looking at you. And uh, So then we decided, right, there's a post office in the airport. A post office? A post office in the airport. So we went over to the, and we started t- dismantling the bags, taking what we could. We bought special post office. It cost us $700 each for our own stuff to send it back to Ireland. We took out as much as we could out of it, packaged it all away, got back in the queue. Now we're starting to, starting to really get an hour before the flight, two hours before the flight. It, everything is gone. The time is gone. So we're back in the queue. And we're the last ones checking in after all this hullabaloo of paying for the post office. The post office is in a different terminal. So we're back now with the bags wow. and we they finally check us through. And as we're going through customs, they're saying you're late for your flight. We're, we're bombing along, bombing along, bombing along. We get on a bus that we think is to the KLM jumbo jet, oh no. bring us to Amsterdam. We're sweating now. We're really panicking. We're fucking stressed. This is our final flight home. We get on a bus. There's nobody on the bus, but your man, we go, Amsterdam? Yeah, KLM? And your man goes, yes. And we get on the bus. And we're sitting there. And you know when you're on the bus, you're looking for your flight. You're looking for your plane. You're looking for your plane. We could see a KLM way in the distance. And your man takes a left and goes further and further and further away from this massive light blue and white plane. And we would say, is this KLM? And he goes, yeah, yeah, KLM. And then it wasn't. He brought us to the other side of the airport to the wrong plane. Oh, my God. Turns, gets us back to the plane. And as we board the KLM flight, there's two, st- I knew it was the superintendent or the big boss of the air hostesses. The fellow was standing out there in the full suit, the KLM, the Dutch guy. And it's a massive jumbo jet and we are getting on it by the skin of our teeth. You can hear the jet engine starting to go because he wants to take off. And there's the three paddies below with guitars and whatever remnants they have. The three backpackers. Beads and fucking oh, straps. We are stressed off, stressed off our boxes. And as we get up, they stop us and they said, Mr. Chen, Chamberlain, Mr. Chamberlain, please, Evan. Mr. Chamberlain. And I said, no, it's not me. It's him. And he goes, Evan Chamberlain. And he goes, yes, yes. You will never fly with KLM again. Why? That's what he just said to him. Get, him. Getting on the plane. And as we got onto the plane, 
He said it again. That's the last time you will fly with KLM again. And as we walked through the aisle, you want to see the dirty looks because we had held up the queues. We were the, we were the last one. But ones. it wasn't your fault that yeah. bus driver went to the wrong plane. Yeah, but we held up this jumbo on a massive airport. He said, you will never fly with KLM again. As we got down, we got the scornful looks off all the air hostesses and everything and everyone was looking at us and we were the final three. Everyone was boarded, fl- everyone was closed up and the three paddies arrived. Now we were six hours before the flight. We finally got in. We had our we had the exit seats booked and we sat down the three of us in the exit seat. Relief. We, we just went, Oh my God. But you know what the saving grace was? There was a lovely girl from KLM there at the, at the exits and she just went, Had you a stressful time at the airport? And we just said, Yeah, yeah. She goes, No, don't worry. And Roscoe goes, We wouldn't be able to get a beer straight away, would we? And for the rest of the flight, we had beers and we had a great flight home, something like 16 hours from Amsterdam, Tokyo, Amsterdam. And then we got on the Amsterdam to Dublin and we got on the, and it was the Aer Lingus. And they went, Hector, are we out traveling? I said, We were. I said, Do you have a good flight? We said, We'll tell you all about it. And I said, You wouldn't have a chicken sandwich. Sandwich with stuffing and a cup of tea, and she said, "Of course we have, Hector. Oh man, we were never so happy to get back, but Did never, Evan, ever, ever. We've never flown KLM since that. Really? How long ago was that? That's two thousand and one. Wow, twenty years at the top of the. Do air- you think if we booked a flight now, <coughs> they'd, they'd, they'd be red flagged? I think it. I, I, th- I th- it was just the way we fucking had so much excess baggage. But I will never forget, and that's the golden rule." We will never buy nothing when we're travelling again. And uh, of the stuff that you brought back that from that first trip, is it still is it scattered around the, the house? The uh, thing is in the kitchen. I'll take a photo of it. I'll take a photo of it, lads. It's a fantastic carving that I got in Bintan Market in Ho Chi Minh City. And the hammock is the best hammock I've ever bought in my life. Wow. The hammock is magnificent. Do you still use it? Oh yeah, every summer. Every summer we're out in the hammock. All of us, me, the cousins, the neighbours, we all get in together. All of us. Six. I say to the neighbours, are you coming over to get into the hammock? I have a six pack and a hammock. Yeah, but the and hammock, Irish people are not able to get into a hammock. No, Irish people, up. and then somebody has a few drinks in them, they go, hey, they fall out. We smack their head we're off not the used to hammocks. cement. It's like getting into I mean, when you see a hammock tied between two coconut trees on a beautiful beach scene. And you think, Claire Galway. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Wow. Yeah. No, oh man, I will never forget an Evan's face. You will never fly KLA. For the crack, he should try and he should try and book a flight just to see what happens. Oh man. Probably be flagged. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, so, the Balkans is the next trip. The Balkans, yeah. Istanbul, Bulgaria, up through the Balkans. So, Evan, who's your fantastic television producer, is he at the moment busy yes. digging for stories? Where yes. can we go? Who can we meet? I mean, Istanbul is jumping off the page at the moment. I mean, it's it. I I'm I, I'm really looking forward to get to that city. It's. Have it's, you been to the hair? You have to go to the hair transplants. <laughs> well, I might I might go and I might. Oh, great. We might go and investigate it. Yeah. And what I what I would like to say here is Istanbul is the gateway from Europe to Asia. It is the ancient seat of power there. It is somewhere that's steeped in history. One side of the river is Asia. One side of the river is Europe. And what I think we should do is we should take the THL podcast 
to Istanbul. No, we should. No, no. See, I think. Yes, Larita. Yes, no, yes. I think we should only go to countries that are at war. So no, let, we're not going. So there. you want to come to Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan? You want to go to the stands? Oh, no, anywhere is at war. Like, let's go to Palestine. Let's go to the Gaza, Gaza Strip. Let's go to Syria. Why don't we do the podcast in a bunker in the Gaza Strip? Yeah. Class. I'm not sure that's class. The war episodes. Congo. Is there stuff going on in the Congo? Djibouti, northern Myanmar. Oh yes. Anywhere where there's hassle. The, yes. three, the three of us arrive. Let's go to the Ukraine. Uh-huh. Like, let's go we'll to the like Ukraine. We'll be like Kofi Annan arriving on the Let's same. go to the streets of Kiev. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Belarus. Yes. Oh yeah, Belarus. Yeah. Let's go to Klanakilti. Let's, let's go to Russia. Let's go to the fucking. Let's the, go to Burr, where it's all kicking the, off. Let's go to the Sandy Row on the twelfth of July. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. With our Paul McGrath shirts. Hey. You'll never beat the Irish. <laughs> we get a pallet in the face. No, but I, I, I mean this. If I do go to Istanbul and we get and we're on the road again, I. I would love if you flew over. Can we? Couldn't you just come and we could do a podcast? What would we do, Hector? We, we would there? go to we would go to a Turkish bath and get a woman to stand on our backs. Beat us up and get it's, a, get a, you. It's a, fellas that stand on your backs in the. We get yeah. that. We get that. It's fellas that stand on your backs in the bath in yeah. Istanbul. Yes. It's not, it's not oh, it? pretty dark skinned young ones. It's, it's ex professional fucking wrestlers and weightlifters, yeah. saunas and steam. It's all men. It's all men or women. We'll go to the massive bushes. <laughs> bushes. I thought you were going to say press. Lads, you just have to come to Istanbul. Come yeah, on. We get what you, can we, we do, do there? Tommy, what Tommy? do you... <laughs> Oh my God, let's get Tommy a hair transplant. That and would be awful, crack. And you can get... But they, no, hang on. We've been to this before, Roger. They don't just transplant hair. They take it from another part of your body. Yeah, you've got loads on your face. But they can't transplant a beard. No, what they'll do is they'll they'll go, they'll find fo- they'll find proper few... follicles on you, Tommy, and they'll puncture hole the top there. of you like a zombie. It would look weird if I all of a sudden got hair anyway. Uh, but you'd be still wearing the hat anyway. People wouldn't know you had it. <laughs> so, but I, what would we do in Istanbul? Ta- Tommy, that is such a... Qu- what would we do? What would you do in Paris? What would you do in Moscow? What would you do in Istanbul? What a city. The smell. The life. Go to Mass in Moscow. Yes, we'll go to... Look at We could do millions well, of things. I... He'd love that. I would absolutely love it. The icons yes. go to the church where pussy rights set themselves on fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Istanbul, it's Asia and Europe in a melting pot of They do madness. good coffee and they, yes. probably, they probably have snooker clubs. Yes. Turkish delights and uh, stuff like What that. else would they be? We could go wrestling. We could do a million things. In t- Where's the place where the men cover each other in oil? And, and yeah, I will get we'll find a place like that. That's only they go wrestling. They go That's wrestling. insulting. You get that place. Buffers. That's like a balance to a horse fair for... For buff for wrestlers. That Istanbul. sounds great. We'll definitely do that. Salam alaikum. If if we myself and Rita go to <coughs> Istanbul to join you, will we be on your TV show? Yeah, but we can't speak will you, Irish. Will you, will you include us? Or do what you could do. What can we do? We can have you walking do. across the bridge. No, you just you, what you do is you say nothing, right? You just go yeah. here. I am in Thomas and so Istanbul. Uh, Karach lawn the sail August uh, Severus Severus Kultur and, and you're just and you're just and you're going, uh, here I am just walking down the street in this Mayo jersey so I'm just passed pass by a cafe and be some Larry just sitting there and you're, you don't even say hello yeah, I don't even pretend you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. no but can please Larry will you wear the Knockmore jersey yeah. in Istanbul that'd yeah. be class I'll wear that yeah that'd be class and we'll be just and we don't say there like we're on our holidays and but you, that, Tommy that, I don't myself and have to have, have to have a meeting now yeah do, we would yeah we'd have would to have sufficient space suitable for us would we have to Insist on being on the TV show. We would definitely insist on that. What about if you in, what about what about if it, like Mike Murphy's thing years no, ago no, no, in no, Trinity? No, 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 what you could do is we can't like, travel you just pass that. by us in a coffee shop in fucking Istanbul, <laughs> and next thing you pass by us in a coffee shop in fucking <laughs> Beirut, yeah. and next thing you pass by us, <laughs> and we can keep popping up in these fucking coffee shops, and people are going, oh, or, is that the fuck? or if you're in a mosque praying, you're up, and then there's Tommy in the background, yeah, yeah, yeah we'd have the, to be up in the cross, I'll be up on the cross, in a white sheet. And then someone said they don't have crosses in mosques. Does Istanbul not float your boat? It does, yeah. Of course if it does. We're, if we're going to be, if we're going to One be featured. One of the featured, great like, cities of the world. We want people to know we're going to be there. And do you know what we'll do? We'll Can go we drive there in, uh, I buy a camper van. A Renault 4. And the three of us drive there. Oh, I'd be a bit smelly after Galway to Istanbul. That's a, that's, these are magnificent things we need to do. But it'd be just do. us. We'd have to go on our own. He'd be gone on the telly. There'd be some amount of Doritos eating and smelling Doritos. salts. Oh, and, oh, and, oh, and, and monster munch and old bottles and cans. I'd rather eat salt. smell. Ah. And then old smelly jocks in behind. Oh, no, that's disgusting. Six weeks. So this a, is so hopefully going to happen at the end of September. End of September, into October. But we'll try and film it during summertime and autumn time into the winter. Lovely. Be fantastic. I'm going to do a shout out here to Jack Toohey 
from Ashbourne and he's living in, and working in Australia. The girlfriend, Shannon. Shannon Tuhi. Drives, well, no, it's just a girlfriend. So she's probably Shannon. Mulho- Someone else. She drives the John Holland tractor. And himself and Craig. The uh, New Holland tractor. Yes. It just says John Holland. No, it's the New Holland. Okay. Well, should we get in contact with him and, and, and tell him <laughs> well, that he sent in the wrong information? Would you say it's a New Holland or a John Holland? Yeah, no, would it be a John Deere or a New Holland? Do you think he's lying to us? It could be a hybrid. This is what the fucking message says. We listen to the podcast as my girlfriend Shannon drives the John Holland tractor. Myself and Craig, an Aboriginal Aussie, collect 20-year-old Sultana vines and lob them onto the back of the trailer. It's the biggest dried fruit farm in the Southern Hemisphere and we've been picking the bastard stumps up for three months now. (laughs) What he wants us to say is to Jack, to Shannon and Craig... Well, yeah, that's all you want. Well, well, well. I'm gonna sing you a song because you're Australian. Now, I'm not gonna sing a land down under. What'll I sing? I'll give him enough bar of an Australian song. Come on, Tommy, you can dance if you want to, you can twist my friends of mine. Because if you don't, don't dance, dance and if you don't dance, dance and a, a no friend of mine, you can dance. You can dance. You can dance. And the bread still eats and the big surprise. Safety dance. A safety dance. Come on, the safety dance. Is that an Australian song? Well, you put that onto your fucking crazy Well, all I'll say to you is, well. Well, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode, everybody. Hope you knocked a bit of crack out of it and we'll talk to you again soon. Good luck. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.